What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Top Podcast, the podcast with spicy episodes and even better co-hosts. What's up, everybody? I'm Julian. Jordan, how are you doing today? Oh, a lot better after that intro, man. What a pleasant surprise. Really enjoyed it, man. And if you guys can relate that intro to any YouTube series or YouTube show, I'm sure it's Hot Ones. The the Hot Ones show has taken the internet by storm. It's burned some mouse. It's burned some butts. But it is entertaining. Absolutely. I think it is truly what you just said. It's taken things by storm and snuck up on a lot of people now that it's getting some serious traction. And it's not only now some kind of little culty fan following on YouTube, but you're getting tons and tons of people uh, listening in and watching on the show each episode. And truly what it is, it's just couple of people eating hot wings and asking and answering questions. And I think the success lies in the hot wings scale from a very basic Scoville unit. So a hot sauce similar to Tabasco or Tapatio all the way up to hundreds of thousands of Scovilles, which is, you know, 10 times hotter than a habanero, contains ghost pepper, pepper X, things of that nature. And it really over the course of the 20, 25 minute show really helps kind of break down the inter, the person being interviewed and opens them up to be a little bit uncomfortable and answering questions a little bit more honestly, because, you know, they're thinking about how hot the sauce is where you get some real genuine responses. And it's interesting to see because you don't see that on daytime television. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. It's truly kind of the almost a story of how spice is really some sort of pain that we're pretty good at handling. And then as it ratchets up and then you get into the millions of Scoville units, uh, as far as the, the unit of how to judge spiciness or measure capsaicin at Scovilles, you start to see people then reacting as in this is actual like true pain that they're going through, which makes it such a like fun show because it's like every other interview you've seen, but with masterful interviewing skills and also throw in some like extreme discomfort on that end. And you have something that's kind of addicting. I agree. And to the interview skills that the team on first we feast and hot ones, with um, the interviewer, Sean Evans, they do a very brilliant job in their questions and their research and finding obscure things that aren't commonly asked to these interviewees. It's almost similar to if you've ever seen Nardwar who interviews musicians, just finding the oldest kind of um, almost hidden things and keeping them on their toes and making sure that these are questions that are genuinely new so that you're getting a different experience and asking, oh, what did you think about or how was working on this film? What did you think about this movie? Things that are kind of basic. It's very, you know, things that you wouldn't think of as an audience. So you, it really holds your attention well. That's a really good point. It's not only that they have this interesting situation played out or planned out. But they do truly kind of get to like some really good questions and do some really good research to the point of, I think, one that I can remember off the top of my head, which is just like so nardwari, it's not even funny, is um, they recently had an NBA player, uh, Jimmy Butler, on the show. 
And I did not know this. Those two questions that they just nailed. One, Jimmy Butler is a huge country fan. And also this homie's preferred mode of transportation is a minivan as a like an NBA all-star. So it's you go to that level of question asking, it makes the interview so much more colorful and so much more vibrant to watch in front of your own eyes, right? Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. And it's pretty interesting the range of celebrities they get. So you get everything from what some people consider D-list celebrities all the way up to big A-list celebrities, um, varying from a weekly basis. And it's very interesting because the way the wings affects these people is just so bizarre every time. I mean, uh, we've tried it firsthand and it definitely is not an easy thing to do. So let alone, you know, going in on a press junket like some of these people, I know it has to ruin the rest of their day in some cases where they're doing, some of them are doing this at like eight in the morning. There's no way you go from eight in the morning to 9am orange theory or workout class right after and just getting blazed by these wings yeah yeah exactly and i hate to be this guy just like quoting old hot ones episodes but that really reminds me of gordon ramsay the the legend himself finally got on the show and uh made the absolute rookie mistake even though the the dude is a veteran in food of touching his junk after the last dab which is the hottest sauce which is over a million scoville units and obviously he was dealing with some serious repercussions after that for uh, probably only he knows how long, but it was visible from the actual YouTube video itself. Yeah, it was an amateur mistake. And the thing to take into account here, if, if you've ever thought about doing hot ones or um, own any of the sauces, is you can do one sauce by itself, you know, on a wing or something, and it's not too terrible. Like... In our apartment, we had to bomb and, you know, you could do a little bit by itself and it wasn't too bad. But if you threw a good amount into chili, you're in trouble. And the way that it kind of rolls over from wing to wing, they do about, I think, 10 wings, is that the, the, the spices and where it hits you in the mouth kind of builds up and changes over time. So one hot sauce might like burn your tongue, one might burn your lips, one might burn the back of your throat. And then it just keeps getting worse and worse. And then tell you in this kind of weird, as Kevin Hart said, like a high, like a heat high where you're not really sure what's going on, but you're just being like belligerently attacked by hot sauce. Yeah, absolutely. It it does a really, really weird thing to your brain. And it is kind of like this onslaught where it's not, it's almost a war of attrition and you you go in and you start and you're obviously handling these hot wings. A lot of people, you know, are more than able to handle like, you know, the the first sauces. And then eventually it becomes this thing where it's insurmountable and that heat high. And I think that's the gorgeous part where you'll get somebody that's relating to Kevin Hart, but a different episode. Wanda Sykes, which is a comedian. She said this hot sauce is like, you know, is like doing something to her. And she said, yeah, I'll just admit to something I didn't do. And then I quote, she says, yeah, I did it. I fucked Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) It really brings out, just brings out the characters and all of these, um, all of the interviewees. And the, the thing that really takes some moment to think about in round of applause is the interviewer, Sean Evans, has done obviously he's been the interviewer 
for every single episode for all of their seasons at this point. And there's no, I don't know how he does it. Like if they're, this is a weekly thing or if they're doing them back to back, but dude, that he's got an iron gut. That's for sure. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast with him on it recently and he was describing how he was terrified to go to the doctor and get himself checked out because there's no way that eating those things on a regular basis is doing anything but just creating a trailer park into your body. And, uh, you know, thankfully for all of us, uh, fans out in the world, he got a clean bill of health. And so it's, it's extraordinary. That's just the physical part of it too, where he's enduring these hot, hot wings, but he also has to be the director of conversation and guide these conversations so elegantly and, you know, be adaptable when a guest isn't doing well with the hot sauce or talking them through like the pain or what they can expect or, you know, how they're going to surmount the next one. Uh, he's kind of, uh, I think, underappreciated, even though he is 50 percent of the show itself. I think that he he like he does more than people really understand what these hot like, you know, they eat hot wings and ask questions. If you haven't seen the show and you check out an episode after this, you may think, oh, maybe his wings are a little less spicy or they're not spiced. Well, there's multiple episodes where it gets to a point where the heat is so hot, the interviewee believes that Sean's hot wings are are not spiced and they switch and it definitely still, still catches them. So um, just a very well done process at this point. And there's just so many, so many layers to the show that you know, makes it so successful. Like it's been on, um, uh, Steve Colbert's show, Stephen Colbert's show live. It's been on good morning America. It's, they've done a lot of things, but it's just really cool to see an internet show kind of transform to being more than just a, a YouTube thing, but being kind of a, a mainstream piece of media at this point. Julian, I'm curious. What has been your favorite episode so far of Hot Ones and it's eight or so seasons and why? I really enjoy the Key and Peel. I mean, there's a ton of episodes. I really enjoy Key and Peel. I liked I just I just like their their relationship and you know their response. They literally did it in the middle of a press junket. So uh round of applause to them. And <laughs> and seeing, you know, very animated characters and Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key that they they were just off the rails and I loved every second of it. How about you? I'm, I first off loved that episode and I think it was one of those episodes that really helped Hot Ones kind of launch themselves into, you know, being, getting traction, doing numbers and, you know, become the show it is today. The one of the, my favorite ones is... Just off of the pure like broness, I, it's along the same vein as yours. Uh, the Kyle Gass and Jack Black, uh, yeah, the Tenacious D was the best episode from the very start. Just kind of like you know, Jack Black prefacing it as you know, as Jack Black S, he's like, you know, oh, I, you know, Jack Black, how do you, how do you think you're gonna handle these hot sauce? He's like, oh, I like the sauce, I like to crank it. 
And then right half a second later, he's like, ah, you know what? I might want to change that answer to, you know, I, I like the I like the sauce. I like to crank it, but <laughs> just pure Jack Blackness and Kyle Gass is just such a chiller, man. The energy is just on point from the very get go. I love that one. I really, I mean, it's hard to say there's episodes I don't enjoy. And there's sometimes, yeah, they'll pull in guests that you weren't expecting and it, it makes it even that much better. One that to me that is just purely insane from an experience standpoint is Rachel Ray. And so they get Rachel Ray on on their show um, before one of her, her live shows. And so the story goes, Sean like walks in and sees everyone in line waiting to get on Rachel Ray show. And he goes and does hot ones. And she is mainlining the sauces. So she's just taking spoons um, of hot sauce, like teaspoons, um, which is quite a bit of hot sauce. And then just slurping them down and, you know, it's getting super hot and flustered. And it turns out when, uh, when they're leaving, um, the heat did so much damage that Rachel Ray had to cancel her shows for the day <laughs> in order to in order to uh, maintain herself. I don't remember hearing that last part. That's insane, but truly so believable. As two people who have done the Hot Ones Challenge in varying degrees and in, you know, in our kitchen, our former mansion kitchen and places like that, it truly like there's no question about it. You absolutely would have to. Uh, and I specifically remember you, Julian, like having a real go of it one time. Uh, okay, so guys, there was one time where we were all planning on doing this, me, Julian, and a few other people. And I happened to like fall asleep randomly. I don't have narcolepsy, even though that probably was the case that night. I remember waking up to one of the friends that it was doing it, throwing up. I it woke me up just off the pure the pure power of the bowels <laughs> of this person hopping halfway uh rail some of the wings and then proceed to go to like you know get something to eat with the guys afterwards and I'll let Julian describe his end of the story because I think that was equally as colorful as how I woke up yeah so Jordan's asleep one of my friends is vomit. It gets up in the probably the seventh wing in right around the bomb and just jets down the hallway violently spewing into the, the porcelain throne. And uh, Jordan wakes up We're like, Oh, Hey Jordan, we're all struggling out here. And then, uh, you know, we decide to, to continue the show and the, the, one of the big reasons here that we had so much trouble is, for some reason, you know, being frugal, I bought store like frozen chicken nuggets that were already pre-spiced. So I don't know if there was some weird chemistry there, but they were definitely already pre-spiced um, going in and then adding spices to it. And so afterwards, you know, we're pretty hungry because we don't essentially eat the entire chicken nugget because that that would just be kind of brutal. And uh, in our area, we went down to a local local In and Out. And, uh, we order food and we sit down and one of our friends goes to the, the same friend goes to the bathroom and we're sitting down. I have ordered food and we're just waiting. And I look over at Jordan and say, we have to leave. 
<laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yep, we got to go take the keys. I can't drive. Like I had, I don't know if I was being like possessed or what was going on, but we, we get in my car and we're driving and we're kind of close to, close to the mansion and we're in this parking lot and I'm like, stop the car. And we, uh, we stop the car or the car's slowing to a stop and I just open the door and like step out and just projectile like vomit all over the place. Like I don't ever just randomly vomit. That's probably the first time I vomited in a long time. And it was just like, I was literally laughing while it was happening and just spewing the stream because it was unbelievable the reaction that was happening to my body just from these hot wings in order for me to be so uncomfortable that I skipped out on in and out. I ha- couldn't drive. And then I was willing to get out of a slowly, you know, probably like four miles an hour, nothing too quick car just to vomit. And then I just walked home to make sure that I was sane. Truly, it's it's insane that like hot sauce, you think, oh, no, not too like not too big of a deal at all. will absolutely disable a grown man. So there's there's nothing that is more extreme than, you know, seeing these people go through this themselves. And some of them do like, you know, sprint off and vomit. Uh, Some of them absolutely like are taking laps, freak out, have the meltdown, think they can't do it. Some don't finish it, which they live in shame for the rest of their lives. And I think it is like such a fun show and exciting to like you know warrant such a response is like so well deserved by them and have so much popularity is so well deserved by the people that are actually featured like the stars shout out to scarlett johansson i see you girl out there if you want to be a guest of mine and also a guest of the podcast just reach out uh and i was gonna say the other thing that i enjoy about the show is there is a gentleman super fan his name is brett baker he rates all of the Hot One shows, you know, how they performed, where you put them on the list based on, you know, did they finish the wings? How was their interview? How was the mannerism? How was their reaction? Things like that. And they actually ended up bringing him onto the show um, at one point. And he's so well known that when they interviewed uh, Russell Brand and let him know Russell Brand create was, you know, had such a heat high that he created a song for Brett Baker um, to honor him. And I think that's so meta of them to respond to their fans in such an awesome way and to like really embrace the fandom of hot ones in the sense of these these people brought on the super fan to the show. And I think that was one of the most informative episodes too. Uh, it was a while ago. It was a couple seasons ago. But you can tell that Brett Baker, like he is one of those people that literally from the jump like he knows what's going on better than probably some of the employees that work there and it's extraordinary to see yeah i think they've done a great job um growing the show to where it is it's always fresh you know the format may be the same and the foundation but the chaos is within the hot sauce and i think that's what attracts my eye you know frequently um and it's a great way to just check in and see if you're your favorite artist or your favorite actor or um, TV show host, whatever they may be, make it on the show and you usually lo- learn a little bit more. Absolutely. Julian, 
what if you could choose you know i mean a lot of a lot of the great ones have been done keen peel gordon ramsay um you know the, the list goes on if you could have another guest on the show if you could choose the next guest or multiple if you can't really decide what would the guests be or who would that guest be i would definitely vote um there's three people in mind i would do donald glover i would do will smith and then i'd like to throw um you know, a wrench in there and do Sasha Bear Cohen. Damn, dude. Those are some bars right there. Let's say it's thought about this one. How about you? So, yeah, I would say that there is about like uh, three or so that I would do um, Kendrick Lamar and then throw in two like just absolute titans. I want to see Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk on the show. I think Elon is achievable. I mean, he's been on a few, he's been on MKBHD's channel. He's done, I think, PewDiePie's meme review. So he's definitely connected in the uh, social media YouTube space. So I think that that is definitely achievable. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think it's so it would be so fun because the guy is kind of like, you know, I feel like one of those people that are uh, like elevated and working at such a high level, but has a true sense of, you know, the the error of social media and what's going on right now and i think that's why it would be fun jeff bezos just to see truly what kind of you know what kind of stuff that dude's on you know not hearing from like articles or stories but truly kind of get a sense of him i think that one's a reach but kendrick lamar i feel like just because one of my favorite artists you know it can't go wrong with his realness and just kind of his intelligence I think oh, equally on the same level as Childish or Donald Glover, that is. Yeah, I definitely think it would, it would be interesting to see who they get and, you know, over time how the show progresses. Because they're, in, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, Scarlett Johansson is a full-blown A-lister, like highest paid woman in Hollywood. So I think it's really just about them finding the time to get those people and, you know, those people being cool enough to hop on the show. And I think seeing the previous interviewees, it's a little bit easier for people to go on the show now. But I know hopefully, you know, these people make it onto the show and they get lost in the sauce. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all it's about is, you know, and it could it doesn't have to be celebrities. It could be that's what I think it's so magic is it could be you and your friends doing it. And, you know, you don't get to see your friends in pain like that and have to function or have to talk or have to react. And I think that's the human and exciting part about it is that. You know, you're traveling into the unknown with this person, figuring out more about yourself, figuring more about them. And at the end of the day, as deep as you guys get, you're still trudging and, you know, trying to make your way through hot wings, which is something pretty superfluous that's making such an experience happen, you know? And if you guys are interested in checking out hot ones, if you haven't seen it, um, you can find them on YouTube, YouTube channels, First Sweet Feast there. The show is called Hot Ones. And if I'm going to bring up real quick, um, Brett Baker, Supers fans, top 10 list, you know, ones you might want to pop into along with Jordan's I recommend Jordan and I's recommendation. Top 10 list from Brett Baker is at 10, Anderson Pack, nine, DeSus and Miro. Eight, Lily Singh, seven, Adam Carolla, six, Chelsea Handler, five, Gordon Ramsay, four, Eddie Wong, three, Bill Burr, two, Ken Jong, and number one, 
Shaq Diesel. Dude, I was just about to say that uh, that last one, Shaq Diesel. Um, you know, first time I ever figured out that uh, gr- the Gronk was the strongest white man Shaq's ever felt, by the way. And if you guys really want to know what that is, <laughs> what that's about, go ahead and watch that episode. Yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We, we like your, we enjoy your support. We love talking with you. Go ahead and shoot us, you know, on social at off the top cast, your favorite episode, or if you're going to dive into the series and uh, let us know, you know, some episodes or some highlights that you saw. And we'd be happy to uh, to speak with you on those. Absolutely. Once again, broken record, guys. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed this one. It's, it was a fun one to record and pretty relaxed. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Adios. Adios.